I give so I'm feeling lucky Cruising down the riverside West side of Kentucky Ooh, I'm feeling lucky I'm feeling Welcome back to the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show. This is our third season here. This is episode 10 of the third season. And the script has been flipped from last week. Um, we are a little bit down. More so on one sport than the other. But still trying to recover from one loss on both sports. And you called it, Jack. Our season, our season didn't go as we wanted. But you called the ending. Louisville thought they had something, and we came up there and ripped it, ripped their hearts out. Man, you said something. I was actually going to quote you. You said before we ended the last podcast that what we needed to do before we had another one was get three wins. We needed the two basketball wins, check and check, and we needed the football win. Arguably, the football win is maybe the most important of those three. Uh Uh-huh. But because that basketball team's humming right now, as as a whole, as a big picture, that football win is the most important. Because yeah. I, I think our basketball team is going to do just fine this whole year. But I do, I do too. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm in the middle of a coughing spell here. Oh God! You know, just about half the time we do this, I've realized that. One of the two of us has some sort of sickness of some sort. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if that's because we have the immune system of an indigenous person from the 1600s <laughs> or or if because it's because we live with tiny humans. They're the nastiest people on the face of the planet. Yeah, I'll go with the latter. You're probably right. Hope so, anyway. Um, that football win, I'll say this, too. I really kind of am regret, you know, going through a phase of regret right now. Uh-oh. And the reason for that is because I had every intention, and I know you'll, you'll back me up on this. I had every intention of going to that Louisville game. But mm-hmm. it, and, and it almost had less to do with Kentucky and Louisville and just had more to do with the fact that it was – it, it, and it normally is like the last game of the regular season. So I, I'm less busy with work and things. And uh, it was at Louisville. And I knew it would be a good atmosphere because uh, of Jeff Brom being the head coach or better than it has been. And I've never watched a game there. So I thought it would be cool. Um, and it, yeah. it cuts an hour off of our drive here, you know, from Hopkinsville to the game. Mm-hmm. Hour. Mm-hmm basically to Louisville than Lexington. And so you, you put all that together and I, I really wanted to go and take some friends and us tailgate as Kentucky fans all sit together, you know, do the, do the, have the whole experience. And, um, for lots of reasons that didn't happen for, for me or any of my other, you know, close associates. Yep. I hate that man, because, I, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, there there's a better feeling. Obviously, in sports, we can name probably a ten off the top of our head. But beating your rival when they think they're gonna beat you, and they've had, you know, arguably a much better year than you, based you know, especially relative to what they thought they would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just to see their their souls leave their bodies, like when <laughs> show them on on. TV, I was just so happy because it's not, it's nothing crazy, but 
over on social media, like the last month or so, I, I've seen just little jabs of Louisville fans like saying stuff about Kentucky and about and then about themselves, like Brom and the football team and their season. And it's like, okay, this is I, I remember now. Like y'all died for the last four years because your <laughs> your football and your basketball teams have been the worst thing mankind has ever seen. And oh like bugs in the springtime, you've somehow miraculously come back to life. And so, um, I don't know. It made me hate them again. Like it, I always hated them, but it made me like, Oh yeah. It, it reinvigorated that hate. It was like, here you are. You, you idiot people <laughs> who make these wild uh. claims off of the most ridiculous and ludicrous viewpoints of all time. For instance, Kenny won those games, or the yeah. the thing about DJ <clears throat> and you know Kentucky will never get a recruit, and then the Louisville thing of oh Brahms here, you know will easily win a national championship. He, he you know how how are you all even going to be able to compete with us? Like just the whole thing. Yep. And, and I know Kentucky fans are are equally ridiculous, but in that rivalry. Well, we we can be ridiculous right now because we own them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that. Uh, I'll be honest. The hate the past few years had kind of just went away for me. I guess because they sucked. But hey, you almost felt sorry for them. Yeah, <laughs> it still do on on the basketball side of things. But or not not for them. But for sorry for Kenny there actually. But yeah, I'm sorry to go a different route here. I was, I still want to touch on this game, but I, I got to do these headlines because. We got some good ones. Go for it. With all with some different sports here. Okay. Uh, Mark Stoops staying at Kentucky amid Texas A&M rumors. Uh-oh. Kentucky fires wide receivers coach Scott Woodward. That's tonight, guys. We're breaking news to some of y'all, possibly. I don't know. Kentucky volleyball uh-oh, sweeps Florida to become outright SEC champions. Kentucky annihilates number eight, Miami. John Calipari anticipates one or two additions in 2024 recruits. Throw shot at Shaden Sharp, question mark. And finally, Ray Davis throws L's down on Jack Harlow, who was flipping off Kentucky fans. With that last one, let's get back into this Louisville shit. I love it. I lo- <laughs> love the uh, the L's down at Jack Harlow. And he, he stood there for, a, you know, a good little minute. Yeah. Let him realize, like, this is for you, pony boy. Also, <laughs> before we say anything about that, I just want to know, is Annihilate like Annihilate? Oh, man. Because if it was Annihilated, <laughs> that may be even worse than Annihilate. You know what, man? I, I said the word, and when the word left my mouth, I was like, I don't think I said that right. Maybe Jack or the readers or the listeners won't call me out. And we've gone too far now that I can't even edit that thing. No, no, no. And that's why I didn't stop you in the minute, you know, because people need to see this. Like, it's so we are. We're going to mess up because we're idiots. So I feel very stupid. Gosh, damn it. Oh, I love it. It's what makes it good. It's what makes it good. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that was great. Jack Harlow, um, my only experience with him is is going into a U.K. football game. And I'm just going to say this. So, like, as, as, as an adult male now, 
a lot of what I look for is like, does that person look like they can walk and chew gum at the same time? <laughs> when he walked into the Kentucky game, the Kentucky Louisville game in Lexington last year, Maddie and I were mere feet from this dude. Oh shoot. And I could have reached out and touched him. And I don't know. I mean, I do. I have to admit, I like some of his music and he does cool things for the state of Kentucky, but yeah, it looks like somebody that got picked on all through school. And Absolutely. I mean, he looks <laughs> like an absolute freaking dork. I mean, and the people that he was with, I mean, you don't, you, you never judge a book by its cover, but uh, that doesn't mean you don't look at the cover, obviously. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like, it's almost like, man, this is, this is sad. This is sad for you. And you're a Louisville fan, so that, I mean, that's sad. Like, it's yet again, it's, we almost get to the point and then they do the flipping off the Kentucky fans and you're like, dude, you can't, okay, let's go back. The, the whole thing of those who don't know their history are bound to repeat it. Buddy, it's, you haven't beat us in five years. You can't do that. I don't care if y'all score a touchdown or mm-hmm. goal or get a sack. You beat us in this decade first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw uh, somebody had a tweet. They brought back something from two years ago after we beat them for the third time in a row, and someone tweeted them, uh, hit me back up when you beat us five years in a row. And the dude was like, I've been holding on this for two years. Five wins in a row, baby. It was, it was so funny. Yeah, and then when you're the Louisville, this is the thing about the Louisville fans. And I, yet again, I fully acknowledge that Kentucky fans are ridiculous about all sorts of different things. Every, yes. but the the Louisville fans. I mean, some Kentucky fans are like crazy, but also, eh, well, we arguably have the best college basketball program in the history of college basketball. Also, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, are some of them a little out there and crazy and a little overconfident or think we're a little better than we are? Well, of course they are, but at least they're in the ballpark. Louisville, you haven't done anything but shit and fall back in it. That's the only (laughs) thing for the last half of a decade. So let's it's just the laws of relativity. Like let's let's not forget where we are on the food chain. And it just drives me insane. Like you don't – y'all are delusional. I mean, it's – and these people in Kentucky that are like – and I'm not going to name names, but some of them I'm somewhat close to. These people that are like, oh, well, hey, Larry, in the state of Kentucky, you know, we need them to do good. We're, it's, it's Louisville. <laughs> I guess if they're not playing the cats, I'll root for them. You know, I just don't hate them like y'all do. Well, I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't do that. Yeah, you can root for the university, but that ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about their sports programs. And I want them to lose everything. I don't care if it means the state makes more money. I don't care. I don't care. I want them to lose every game they walk out on. Period. Rant over. Nice. Um, well, what that was a... That was fun. That game was fun to watch. The second half was fun to watch. First half, we were on our normal BS. I thought, what's about to happen? Freaking 
Gatewood scores the TD on us. Did not want that to happen. But after that, it was all us, and it was so fun to watch. We were texting back and forth. I enjoyed it. We had a we had a season wasn't terrible, but it did not go the way I wanted it to. But that final game was wonderful with the upside down L. Really speaking won. of speaking of upside down L, sorry, Jack. I think when I was uh trying to say annihilate, the L was upside down, so that's why I messed up there. I was like a Louisville fan for a minute. Annihilate. <laughs> Wayne would have said in a song. The F is flooding it. <laughs> I watched, okay. I watched huh. that half. You were just talking about it at a child's first birthday party. And after we won, that individual's great grandmother came up to me, who's obviously an elderly woman, uh-huh. and, and looked at me and said in a quiet voice, well, Kentucky won. That's the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like, not not really, but kind of a little bit dissing the party. Like, this is great and everything. Glad we're all here together. But Kentucky won. That's the main thing. Yeah. I was like, you got, you know what? You're exactly right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Just had to throw that in. Oh, appreciate it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to move on from football yet. I guess you probably want to talk about uh, the stoop situation. Well. I mean, honestly, I thought he was gone. Like, yeah, dude, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know any of this. I, I was rocking my son to sleep. I, um, I woke up to a text from you that said "eff it." Then <laughs> it was after he finally said that he's not leaving. But I, I didn't even see that it was happening until I saw your second text. Thank God. But well, I saw something that was like Texas A and M is gonna make Kirby Smart an offer to be like I don't know the highest paid coach of all time something something crazy but oh for real yeah but the thing is like there was a part of me that was like dude there's no way because Kirby played it at Georgia like he's that's his yeah he's not leaving there that's and and so then when I saw the Mark Stoops thing I was like well you know honestly if they're swinging for the fences and their first person they wanted to hire was Kirby Smart. Well, I mean, the second longest tenured coach in the SEC is not a ridiculous thing to think. Like, I mean, for what Stoops has been able to do at Kentucky, if you gave him the resources and, you know, the the location of Texas A&M, mm-hmm. well, I mean, yeah, he's probably pretty competitive. I mean, I would assume. I don't know, but I, I'm just assuming. I would say he's definitely more competitive than what they ended up going with. Yeah, I don't I don't get that. And I listened to the football podcast, and they were like, well, that dude was one of the lead recruiters, and he's the reason that they got that number one ranked recruiting class. And so all the guys that are going to be juniors are like really like him, and they'll stay and play for him. Okay, I didn't know that part. Yeah, I didn't either. And after I heard that, I was like, okay, well, they don't want to lose all this talent they've already got. And they think maybe if they bring this guy in and he's got this talent that he helped recruit, they can scratch a few games out and he can get, you know, more guys in if he's really that good of a recruiter. And so, I mean, I I get it. But at the same time, it's like, man, 
y'all are Texas A&M, and by what Matt Jones says, you're loaded to the gills. The 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 richest public university in America. Why? Why going <laughs> after dude that's, that's been a head coach at Duke? I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe he's great. Like, I, I mean, everybody starts somewhere. I'm not knocking the dude like that, but it's just like, man, there are a lot of proven coaches out there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Jimbo was proven, and he yeah. <laughs> it fell. It's tough there because they, like, imagine having more money and more resources and being the land-grant university uh, uh, over, you know, your your rival, Texas, and then Texas mm-hmm. perpetually better. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Um, like, what job out there do you think Stoops would see, leave us for? I feel, I feel like he's he's our guy for life now, kind of. Because I mean, like, with the whole NIL thing at Texas A and M, like that's that's a that's a good gig right there. Like, Alabama's not coming available. Michigan's not coming available. What What do you think he ever would possibly actually well, leave us for? I, I think I think that you bring up a great you know, topic, I don't know. Because the other thing is we're paying him. It's not like, oh, well, you know, we're not paying him. He just, I mean, he's getting paid. Like, he gets anything he wants, kind of. Yeah, I think he's now the seventh highest paid football coach, which also brings up another topic. But Go ahead. No, no, keep going with where you were going. I was just, for another day there that I was saying. (laughs) I think, too, like, and them talked about this on KSR. I think it's a really good point. I think that when people are, when people diversify their investments, and in Stoops' specific case, I'm talking about his bourbon company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, so this has got your name on it. Part of the reason and part of the way that you will make this successful is through your position in the state and and nationally. So you can't pick that up and move it. It's not like, okay, well, we've invested all this money. Everything's good to go. Well, hey, I'm moving to Texas. Can we move this whole bourbon industry down here and just (laughs) no. So I think that, you know, and and not to, I mean, I'm getting a little bit out of, you know, talking out of school, as they say here but the man the the job has already cost him his wife it's already cost him his family so he he's lost the one thing that so many of us would never sacrifice anyway he he was willing to sacrifice that And, and you know a lot of times the spouses of successful coaches they they're willing to sacrifice their relationship and stay because they mm-hmm. understand part of it for whatever reason that couldn't that couldn't happen with Stoops and his wife. Yeah, and so I almost think that you know he's just kind of he's making all the decisions for himself. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like I didn't even think about that situation in his life at all and all this. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's. And Matt, yet again, Matt and them made some of these points of what I'm talking about. 
everybody talks about like just picking up and moving. That's not always as easy as it sounds. Yeah. You got to think about too, man. Who's it? Who is in this dude's ear? Like when he calls somebody and he needs advice, who, who, who do you think he's calling? Well, first off, he's got a brother that literally works at Kentucky with him. Mm-hmm. He has a brother who was a national championship coach and, and coached for what, 20 years at Oklahoma? Maybe not 20, but he coached there for a long time. I mean, those people have perspective. That, that you, you think they're going to look at him and be like, oh, yeah, dude, go down there and make the same money coaching football, but less money with your bourbon, uh, uh, uproot, you know, all your relationships and stuff and all the other things you do to make money in, in Lexington and, and the state. Yeah. And go down there and then go, you know, eight and four, two or three years and get fired. And then beware. He, we already know he can stay at Kentucky forever. Yeah. I, even myself, like I hate seven and five. So, mm-hmm. but you will never hear me say it's time to fire Stoops just because we had a seven and five season. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not doing that for sure. So I don't know. I don't know that the place exists. Like, where would it even be? Will like. Where could he go where he got so much more money that it made him worth it made it worth like walking away from the bourbon not walking away from the bourbon industry, but if you're halfway across the country, good luck being as involved as you are when you're just down the street. Okay, so, well Oh, I don't think it exists. Mm, okay. Does it potentially well and I don't know that this team would go come for stoops but do you think ohio state could be that that school i mean but i think their fans and their administration probably have their nose stuck so far up in the air if they thought stoops was going to be the guy they would throw a fit really they would be like why are we getting this dude he's consistently seven and five eight and four and my response to that would be, well, everything's relative. Look at Louisville. They finished 10 and 2, but oh, yeah, we beat them and we beat them at their house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He coaches in the SEC. And yeah. <laughs> when you're coaching against Kirby and Nick Saban, like, it's, I mean, good. Oh, yeah. Good luck. That was two of our losses this year, which. We, you and I both picked his losses, and so I, you know, I'm not gonna get mad at those. I'm not, and I can't. You can't be mad at the Missouri loss either now, because that's a squad. The only only loss I don't like. Well, of course I don't like South Carolina, uh, but even the Tennessee one, I wish didn't happen. But like, that can happen in a year. So I don't know, man. I guess it's a successful year. You know, I, <clears throat> I mean, it is. And, and part of that is, too, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, yes, we lost South Carolina for the second year in a row, and that sucks because they are not good. But we also beat Florida, and we also beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't Florida's down or not. I'll take a win over them anytime I can get it. It will depend on the <laughs> opponent. But I can tell you right now, I am already more excited – for this potential bowl game than I was for that 
one we had last year. Yeah, I know you were you were down on the one last year from the word go. I mean, that was you 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 have stuck to your guns on that. I, I will salute you. Um, and as the final result gave you the reason why I was not for it, it was a tough thing. I, I will agree with that. There was something I was getting ready to say. Sorry, man. Took it to no, the ball game. I, I, it just kind of slipped my mind. It was football related, but I can't remember. Oh, talking about significant wins on the year. You also went to Starkville and won, and you haven't done that in 15 years. Correct. So, they they are they are dog duty this year, but, but correct. But I mean, still, like Kentucky used to be the football team where you could ha- you could count like pencil in a win. Or you, yeah. you could count the streaks like against us. Oh, it's been thirty years. Oh, okay. Florida, yeah. Or it's been twenty years since we won in, in Knoxville. Or it's been, and we've just we've x so many of those things off. And this year we just we did a couple more. Like that's true. That's true. Only the second time in history of the series that we have beaten Louisville five times in a row for football. Wow. Only the second time, really? Yeah. It's only the second Dang. streak of five games or more. I don't know what the longest streak was, but and they say but, it could potentially be the last year we play for a long time. That would suck, man. It would. Why? I'm not. I'm not in favor of adding that SEC game. I'm sorry. You, you're telling me if we add that SEC game, we're gonna we're gonna take Louisville off and keep a cupcake team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not for that, man. You're not for what? For doing that. For doing what? <clears throat> taking off one of the cupcake teams, so and or taking off Louisville to keep three cupcake teams. <clears throat> so you want to have ten games? Because that's a tough. That would be a tougher schedule than Alabama, Georgia. That would you would be playing a top five schedule in the nation every year because you play in the toughest conference. So you're basically looking at Mark Stoops and saying, I want you, the coach of Kentucky, to play a top five schedule, not just every once in a while, every year, and good luck to you. I don't want that. I want to be able to make the damn playoff. So do you think like Bama and all these other schools that play a a decent team every year? Yeah, because are you going to take that off or leave it? Most of their rivals are in conference. Who's Alabama's rival that's not in conference? Who doesn't have to be a rival? But like Tennessee, Alabama, all and they they at least play one good school from a from a different conference every year. I feel like, huh? Yeah, but that's now. That's you. So I'm saying, like, you think even then, even those teams, yes. are not going to do this? Do this? Nick Saban is one of the coaches that does not want to go to nine. Yeah. Uh, probably for that reason, I guess. Yeah. Now that I think about all this. Okay. It's too much about the record. Like, and when the playoff expands, these coaches are going to know, like, look, we, every game, if, if we just have a nine and three season, like we'll have a chance because we're in the SEC. Well, okay. Well, let me tell you this. That makes this Louisville win so much even sweeter now. Yep, I agree with that. And 
hopefully we can get it next year too. That'll make it even that more sweeter. And then hopefully the year after that, Brahms got them rolling. Kentucky's rolling. We meet them in a bowl game. That's a big deal bowl game. Or and whip them that year too. Or in the playoff. You could meet them in the playoff too. True, true. That would be sick, man. Okay. Then we would want to kill, you know. <laughs> it would be a win at all costs, similar to a cage match. <laughs> oh shoot. Um Okay. Um do you, are you good on football right now? Anything we haven't said you want to say or talk about? I, I just uh, about the wide receiver coach, you want to talk about that a little bit? We can. I don't. I, you know, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot about the dude. I think he came in with Rich Scangarillo. Uh, I I feel confident that this is a Liam thing. It may be a Mark Stoops thing too. If he obviously, if, if he came in with him, I I would wonder why he's still there anyway. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I think they'll fire the offensive line coach. I think they've got to. I'm sorry, they're they're not good. Yeah. And that they're acting like we might potentially get a, a transfer, a, an offensive lineman transfer for next year. And they also, or Eli Cox also announced that he was coming back for his sixth year, which is so crucial because if you looked at that offensive line this year, uh, like four of those guys could have potentially been done, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're timing out. But uh, mm-hmm. oh, I think this is a COVID year. I think that's what he's able to use here. Interesting. So, pretty excited about that. That'll be big. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, before we move into the... Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Before we move into the other big dog sport, all of our sports are good, guys. Let me throw that out there. Uh, Speaking of all of our other sports, the volleyball team, just adding on to that SEC championship win... Uh, they earn the number eight overall seed going into the uh, their nineteenth straight NCAA tournament, I believe. Greg Skinner is that dude. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, I have not been paying attention to that one as much as we did in our down years of the other sports when we won a championship in that one. But but I'm glad to see that they're still doing their thing. Yeah, me too. Um... I did see or actually heard it. Let me think about this. I think it was the for co- SEC Coach of the Year. That's what it was, not national. But I, I heard something where Craig Skinner got – there were like four coaches in the SEC that got co-coach of the year for volleyball. What? What, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean? Four? What do you mean for coach? It's, it's, it's just commit to somebody. It's like, yeah, my God. It's like having multiple valedictorians. Okay, y'all can do it. You can have multiple valedictorians, but you, I would encourage you to go to Webster's Dictionary and look up what the word valedictorian means. You can't. It's it's these people have lost their minds. Co-coach of the year. What are you talking about? He's been kicking ass and taking names. Ain't no co-coach of the year. Heck yeah. That's blasphemy. Two people getting co-coach of the year is I, – I don't ever agree with that almost. Four of them, dude, that's wild. Craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Give this, give that bald man the credit he deserves. 
Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, well, I, I am super proud that we're not just a football and basketball school. Like I, that some people might hear that and think that's sarcasm. I honestly, truly mean that because I think it's so much a reflection of our athletic department as a whole and who leads that, Mitch Barnhart. And we've even been critical of him on this podcast, but, dude, he's the best. Mm -hmm. He's the best. I'm sorry. Nobody's perfect. We're always going to disagree with some, you know, we can disagree with anybody on the planet on some topic. We'll disagree. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's the best. He really oh, is. Yeah. And um, I'm going to piggyback off both your, both your stuff there. You're talking, talking sports and talking um, Barnhart. We got, I mean, we got national championships, SEC championships in, in other sports, not in basketball and football the past few years. So we are an all, yep. we, we talk about those two the most, but we are an all sports school. So that's, yeah. Even the like the stuff I don't even think about, like cheerleading. Oh yeah, we, we never talk about that, but they're always at the top. Freaking rifle, like I know we we have talked dropped those rifle guys a few times. Yeah, what was it a couple of years ago? Was was it softball too that did like I don't think they were like in the World Series or they, whatever. they were on a good run. Yeah, but they went on a run. Our baseball team actually last year was undefeated for a little while when they were playing their the DS opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and and was something we haven't talked about. I I don't know. We we talked before the podcast about like maybe we should delete some of our earlier episodes and stuff. I know, and I couldn't tell you which one it was on, obviously, but we went. We were talking about the basketball team and playing in Rupp and stuff, and I said that I'd quoted my dad who years ago had said, you know, I really wish the basketball team would play in Memorial Coliseum. Uh-huh. And Kentucky right now, the university is, is completely revamping Memorial Coliseum, like gutted it down to the studs and the floor joists, as they say, like. Complete, just complete. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures or watched the videos, but I have not. It's 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 cool to see. It's cool to see them do it. It's also cool to know that the university cares enough about the history in that building that they are going to revamp it and make it basically state of the art. That's awesome. What that means is we'll have Rupp Arena, which I think is owned technically by the city, and we just have an agreement with them to play our games there. But then we'll also have this. 10, 11, 12,000 seat arena um, where the women's basketball will play in an excellent facility. And we didn't talk about women's basketball winning SEC championship during that little, our last couple years. Yeah, gum, that's true. But uh, they'll also have volleyball and some other stuff in there. But wouldn't Wait. it be cool if we could do like Big Blue Madness there or. Yeah, I was about to say, and hopefully with all this revamping, maybe you and your dad will actually get your wish there on a game happening there. Wouldn't that be cool, man? And and I like Rupp Arena, but I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn on it. And I, th- I think it's even even today or on the post-game show last night, uh, Matt was talking to, to some guy about like Rupp Arena always having a good crowd, or they need to, and, and Matt said it's not really possible with some of the games we get in uh, to Rupp Arena just with the amount of people that Rupp Arena hold, and the guy brought up Kansas, and Matt was like, well, Kansas holds 10,000 people. So, I mean, this 
this would solve that too there. It would. The problem is that, you know, when we're good, that thing is full 90% of the time. That's true. Like <laughs> in this, <clears throat> the first 10 years of Cal's uh, coaching tenure at Kentucky, I, I don't know. I mean, we could look it up, but we set the record, the season attendance record, like three or four years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of – if you're good. Oh, yeah. It's it's going to happen this year probably. <laughs> I would say so. There, I, I, am, I have got to get myself to a game this year. I'd like to go myself. Man, them boys. Them boys are special, dude. That, that team, my God. This is what we've been wanting. <clears throat> it's – it's fantastic. It's it's so fun to watch. We we put sixty nine points up on uh, that uh, that team the other night in the first half. There were so many games last season we did not even get sixty nine points in the whole game. Yep. I get. I, I I love Oscar. I love the team we had last year. I don't. I don't. Sorry. Well, I do. I do love everybody. But I love Oscar, and I was I was hyping up the team last year. But I think it was a lot of false hope in me as well last year. Like it, I, I I was saying a lot of stuff, and I deep down I I wasn't sure about it. But man, this this team this year, my God, I'm sure about it, and I, I'm I cannot wait to watch every game the way they play. Man, it's so awesome. I agree. Um, it feels different. It sure does. It feels like it did in those early years. It feels like it did. It feels like it hasn't felt since fox and monk even even um you know at some points in the year even the the hero team and the and the quickly nick richards even those teams, oh yeah i did love those guys as well yeah. you know though even those teams like there were some times where it was like damn we okay we you know we might we might be good mm-hmm. this team is probably better than those two teams i just named but you're and you're right that fox uh Bam and Monk team. That was the last time I was like, okay, we we can beat anybody any night. Yeah. Um. Speak, hey, speaking of beating in anybody, sorry, I just want to. Yeah, go ahead. Little, little update here: Arkansas upsets number seven Duke. Just happened. Thank God. Yes, that's what we like. We like them to lose. We like them to lose a lot. To an SEC team, especially. Yep, that's right. And that is going to be a tough scene for us since I'm sure we play Arkansas at Bud Walton Arena because that's where they always want us to play Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They've already lost three games, Arkansas. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think I think we got the SEC. I, I think we got a lot this year. Man, fine. And, and, and uh, back to what we were talking about, you know, how you were, you know, feeling different and stuff. Um Cal, man, he's different. I don't care what anybody says. He's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's different than he was a year ago. Tell me he's not. He sure is. He's He's got the team that he that he knows is going to play well like he's had all those past seasons that we always praise. But he's also got that team that can shoot the three ball, and he's letting them shoot the three ball. True. And and it, it's just it's been so beautiful to watch. And he knew he had this, so he said, "I'm bringing back that suit, baby." And it's it's just it's different, and I love it so much. I do too. He um, 
I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, I kind of talked about this about Mitch Barnhart, so I won't spend a lot of time on Calc, but I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, we uh, we, we disagreed with me. I speak for myself. I disagreed with uh, some of the things he was doing, some of the things he was saying, some of the pity parties he was having, some of the, uh, the coaches that he had coaching with him. I disagreed with just little things that I thought – a blind man could look at and, and agree, but um, he's changed it. Mm-hmm. He's changed it. The, like what you just said, the shooting three, you look at Antonio Reeves's game this year versus last year. And yeah. you, yes, some of that is his supporting cast, but some of it is not. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had good players on the team with him last year. Maybe not as good as these guys, but, but they're, you know, I mean, it's not like it was just a team of scrubs. Right. Oscar just got called up today to go to the NBA. So, Oh, awesome, man. I did not realize that. I, that would have been a freaking headline. Pretty sure. He, he'd been going off in the G League, man. <laughs> I was talking to my dad about that the other day. He's like, I don't know why they hadn't called him up yet. It's so. crazy, man, how he could be so good, but at the same time, it kind of not work with our offense. But I think the dude, John Welch, that was an NBA, like he's an X's and O's guy. Mm-hmm. This first kind of time we've really had anybody to replace John Robick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just different. It's just different. And Miami, like, coming in there, there's a Final Four team minus a piece or two. And I don't know. Four. Is it minus a piece or two? Yeah, yeah. They they lost at least one guy for sure. Uh, okay. I thought, I thought it was whole, whole squad back, but okay. No, I don't know. But, I mean, still. Still, and, and ranked number eight. Yeah. And, like, people were worried about that, their defense slowing us down, but it did not. I don't know what we're ranked, but let me tell you something, big dog. We better – if we don't pass up at least Miami, I'm, I'm going to be upset. We're passing up Miami and Duke. They, they're they ranked number seven and eight, and they just – both just lost the past 24 hours. What are we, 10? Uh, 12 at the moment. Damn, I don't know if we will pass them. We ought to. Which one? You should because you just beat – you're the team that beat Miami. So We beat Miami, and I'm pretty sure it was Duke's second loss. It was Duke's second loss. You're exactly right. But they've also played kind of a tougher schedule than we have, I think. Yeah. I don't know. We play Kansas and Miami, but they – I feel – didn't they go to Maui and play a bunch of tough teams or what? Which yeah, one? They played a top ten team and they got their head. No, that's Kansas that got their head beat in. Not Kansas good. got to beat in by Marquette. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, it was their, their, number two. Arizona came and beat Duke. So it, I mean, they, so they played. Me. They've played a tough schedule. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We we will be top ten. Somebody will fall somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we will absolutely be top be top ten. I I, I I do think we will pass Duke sitting there with two losses now, but and but that, that that loss against Kansas, man, we easily could have win. So I think I think they'll be considering all that. They very well might be. Um I don't know how much time those guys I mean, I know it's a bunch of people that vote on it, obviously, but I don't know. But this team, man. What you talking about, Lucasian?